This is Julia Sotis, and you're listening to A Different Reality. What else is possible beyond this reality that you haven't yet chosen? Welcome, everybody. It is Tuesday, February 15th, and you are listening to a totally different reality podcast. I'm your host, Julia Sotis Mattis. And today I have a wonderful guest, Jane Carroll. She hails from Alabama and um, is just an amazing um, person, facilitator, author, nurse, many, many things. And um, I wanted to interview Jane because I just find her really fascinating and interesting. And um, um, I've I've read her book. Um, it's called Bertha Size Your Life. And uh, I wanted to talk about that, among other things. There's just so much that you've done, Jane. And I just wanted to let all of you listeners out there get to know Jane and um, all about her. So welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, there's some sort of an echo of me. Hmm. I I probably talk too loud. No, it's not. No, it's not. I hear myself once. I hear myself once. Basically, I talk, and then there it feels like it's echoing in your house. Okay, and it doesn't from here, so that's in your house. It doesn't. I don't hear an echo from you. Okay. Hmm. Do you want to try, because I I, I think it's coming from your end just based on the way the feedback is. Do you want to try joining from your cell phone? I will. Okay. So let me get Uh, out of here. And maybe if you have headphones, or do you have headphones that plug into your computer? Um, I don't know where they are. <laughs> okay, no problem. No problem. Hello. Now there's no echo. Because I moved away from the computer. Okay. Let's see. Can you hear me now? Okay. I can hear you. Does that work? Yeah, I think that works. I'm not sure what's different, but it's... uh, That's that's the headphones, so... Oh, okay. Great, great, great. Okay. Awesome. All right. So we'll just keep going, and then we'll cut this part out. So, Jane, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're a nurse, um, well, retired nurse. Or maybe a nurse who just changed pace, or um, but I would love to hear about that, and also how you decided to write your book. Okay, um, well, I'm over sixty, so I've been around a while, and I like to say that I was born a nurse because it seemed like from the time I was really young, that's what I thought I would be, and. I had these grandiose ideas of healing the world and making the world a better place and all those kinds of things. And so 
uh, I did become a nurse. What I found out being a nurse that healing people isn't necessarily always the uh, goal of that, that sometimes it just has to do with taking care of everyday needs and following orders. But as far as doing things that make people or help people feel better, it doesn't necessarily give you time for that. And there were a lot of people out there who really just didn't want to get better. And so I got disillusioned with nursing fairly um, not really soon because I enjoyed it, but as nursing evolved where you had so many patients and you had so much paperwork and all this, I, I got disillusioned with that. So about that time, I was studying law of attraction and I always wanted to write a book. So it all came together in this book called uh, Birth Size Your Life, which incorporates a lot of law of attraction principles and other self-help modalities that were popular at the time. I wrote it uh, around 2005. So it just incorporated all of it. But instead of being like exercises, like list 10 things that you can do this way or that way or whatever, which I started writing that way. And it was a boring book. I didn't even like it. <laughs> and so one day as a joke, um, I, I said I was going to name my empty nest. and I was going to name her Bertha. And I was going to let her take care of things. And so I would be journaling and I'd have some issue coming up in my life. And I would create this little Bertha scenario around it. And it was fun. And so then I would take them to work with me and I'd read them to people and they'd laugh. And I was like, oh, so Bertha wants to be the book. So that's how she came to be the book. Oh, really? So it actually came naturally out of, out of like the story and then, and then bringing people together and reading to them at work. Right. And um, I was working with a life coach at the time and she said, you have to write a book because your writing just tickles you to death. And it does. I, I love to read it. I love to have people see people's eyes when they read it. I love oh, totally. to you know, see people enjoy it. Uh, it's, it's like it's your baby. A whole lot of people who, a whole lot of people who write stuff are very sort of embarrassed of what they've written or not willing to read it out loud. And like, you have always just been like, look at this, here you go. Da, da, da. And, and it's such a gift. And that's why I found your book so much fun to read. You know what I mean? It's just, it just, it does, it tickles you. And the character of Bertha is so profound. I love her. Thank you. And and it does tickle me. And I love to, like, when um, I met you and I was like, oh, I've got to give her a Bertha because she will get Bertha. And so it, it's just so much fun. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say anything else. It's just, it's a lot of fun. So there ended up being three Bertha books. There's Becoming Bertha is the second book. And it carries on from Bertha sizing and carries the main character through into really 
coming to the point that she knows that she knows. It's not just Bertha telling her what to do. She actually knows it too. And so that's really fun. And then the third book is Where the Joys Are. Bertha's got a journal and now coloring pages, which is a lot of fun because it's like uh, guided uh, journaling prompts that are Bertha stories and, and they're really fun. And then all the pictures, my sister is the artist for my books. And so all the pictures that she drew for all the different books and things, we put them in the back of the journal so that they're coloring pages. So that made it a lot of fun. Oh, that is so cool. I, I, I love coloring. I think adults like to color. It's very satisfying. It is. And it's, it's one of those things. And see, everything that I've done in my life rolls over and everything else. But in psychiatric nursing, there were things that you would do that you'd have patients do that was just very calming and mesmerizing. And coloring is one of those things. You know, you can get pretty wild with it, I suppose. But for most people, it's just a really calm, soothing thing. And I think that's what has started this trend of adult coloring. It's just so relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it is a trend, isn't it? I love it. It is. That's great. And they even have the coloring books now that, you know, you can do online with the paint apps or whatever. And so you just touch it and it turns one color and you touch it and it turns another color. And so really? they have a lot of different ways to do it. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so cool. So, so where did you, I mean, like, where did you decide to, I mean, a whole lot of people have the idea to write a book. And I think what's, like you say it so sort of just nonchalantly, like I always wanted to write a book, but a whole lot of people always wanted to write a book, but now you have three books. So like in the process, like what was the difference for you? Like, how did you sit down and write? How did you know what you wanted to write? Like, I, I guess you started with these little stories. So the pressure wasn't as high. Um, but how did that translate into actually having a book? Um, you know, it's funny because you and I have been talking earlier about making the choices and making choices that uh, are extreme. I think that was the word that you used. We're making extreme choices. Yes. And I never realized that about myself when I was young. I really would have told you that I was an introvert and I didn't have a lot of self-confidence and, uh, and all these things, which you're, you laugh when I tell you that and you're like, no, but yeah. that was my reality and the reality of the people around me at the time. But I would see some author on television and things were so different then. There obviously was no internet, but I would see these authors on the morning shows or whatever and I'd say... I could write better than that. I could do that. And so um, it happened that my I had taken the classes to become a life coach. And at the same time, it corresponded with my youngest daughter getting married and totally being out of being my responsibility. And I was just like uh, relieved, you know, I'm not responsible for these children anymore. I've been a single mom for years. And <laughs> it just, 
<laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but oh, they were already... Not to, were, not to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were already in college and, you know, things. So it wasn't like that they went from being toddlers to me pushing them out into the world. I didn't do that. But anyway, so I was excited. Um, and But I knew so many women weren't. I, I would hear people, oh, my babies are leaving home. And they were going to kindergarten. But you know, they were just like started 13 years ahead of time crying about it. And so I wanted to write a book that would help them remember who they were. Because so often our, our identity is tied up in being a wife or a mother or a nurse or a secretary or ah. whatever. And so it was like, okay, who who am I? And what do I enjoy in my life? And how would I like to spend my life? And as I said, I started it out being um, the exercises, and that really wasn't working. And so then when Bertha came over, it came in, it just started being fun because somebody would say to me, well, this is going on in my life. What would Bertha do about that? And so I would write a story about that. Oh my and God, that's such, <laughs> I love that. It's such a different way of doing it. So yeah, I do. I just love putting words together and making pictures with words. And you can't see me now, but I'm throwing my hands all around and um, getting very flamboyant with you. But uh, so that's how it, that's how she came to be. And as I continue to write, Bertha takes on her own persona and her own character. And so it was like, I would laugh and say, she's telling the story. I'm just holding the pen. And she she uses my hand. I'm just writing. You know, she's telling me what to do the whole time. And, and she really does. She, she is like as much a person to most people as I am. They just don't see her. They'll ask me about her. Well, how's Bertha doing? And I'm like, oh, Bertha's fine. <laughs> so I don't know. It was just like it was that choice. And, and that's what we know is everything is a choice. You can think about it or you can do it. And the next choice that she had me make was rather um, different. She had me quit my job and sell my house to become a famous writer. Now, that was a rather interesting time because... Um, she was originally published with a small press. And again, that was before internet really hit much. That was before Facebook and all these social media things. And I made a choice to sell my house and live on the equity of it. In fact, I made that choice not far from where you are in South Carolina. I was visiting my daughter who lived there at the time, and I was sitting looking out over the marsh. And I thought, oh, I'm going to sell my house. And so I did that. Uh, and you can imagine how those people around me, <laughs> my family, you know, were all, oh, my right. God, she's lost her mind. Right. And I probably had. I probably had. But it's okay because I did it. 
And uh, what I'm, and yes, I ran out of money. No, I didn't go on Oprah. Um, but <laughs> I learned, and I, this is one of Gary Douglas, the founder of Access. This is one of the things he says, but did you die? And no, I didn't yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. And that means if you don't die, then you can always make another choice. Yep. And so I chose to go back to work uh, as a school nurse. And that was a really fun job to have. It was a good fit for me. Uh, it took me away from the parts of nursing that were really bogging me down and burning me out and all those things. And yep. I got to be with kids all day. Oh, that's so, so cool. It actually created a huge that. change. I beg your pardon? It actually created a huge change for you to, to really like sell your house, go out and do that. It actually, like what that created for the future changed a lot and made your life easier. It, it did. Um, although as it was sort of funneling down, it seemed like a total failure. I mean, I, I just have to be honest. It seemed like I totally failed. and. It took some perspective of getting away from that to see that I really had not failed at all. I had totally yeah. succeeded because, yeah. like you said, I had put out all this stuff for the future. I just didn't realize it then. And maybe I was a little ahead of my time you know, yeah. because I predated Facebook. So maybe, <laughs> you know, had I done all this after some of the social media was available? I didn't. So I was a trailblazer. Do you think you would have done access consciousness if you hadn't um, quit your job at that time? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but I will say that I found access consciousness back when Dr. Dane here, the co-founder of Access, released his book, uh, Being You, Changing the World. And so that was around 2010, 2011. I do not even know how I found it. You know, what, if maybe I saw him on, I, I don't know, but I found it and I read it and I loved it. And uh, over the years, I read it several times and I followed him on his tour of consciousness videos and different things. Um, and I've always been a seeker. I've always been a seeker. I guess I always knew I was different. Uh, I was trying to find out maybe how I could not be so different, but yet I kept gravitating toward the things that made me more different. So uh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. So that that was the whole deal was, you know, and so I just fell in love with him and started following him. And at yeah. the time, really getting into the access classes and all that was not an option because of time and money or whatever, or just where I was in my brain um, in the human reality. So it was actually last summer, so that would be the summer of 2021, that um, he released another book 
which is body whispering. And I said, oh, I've got to read that. And so I read it and I was talking all about getting your bars done and doing all this. And I was like, oh, I've got to do that. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what it you know takes. I'm going to do it. And that started it. Um, I had my, well, the first time I had my bars run was actually in the class I took to become a bars practitioner. And that was in the middle of September. And two weeks later, I was sitting in Julia's living house. Yeah. Yes. Having my very first foundation class. And I haven't stopped since. No. <laughs> I've been home for, I guess, a month. And that's the longest that I have been home in a stretch since September. It's usually been about two months, two weeks, and then I'm somewhere in another class. It's like, I can't get enough of this stuff. That's so cool. That's so cool. So do you think you're going to do a, a, a Bertha, uh, you know, a, a, another Bertha book? Uh, we're thinking about it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I consider the title Bertha Does Access um, after Debbie Does Dallas, but <laughs> well, you have to be of a certain age to even remember that. But, um, but yes, because um, the, the concepts in Bertha do not contradict um, access at all. No, they really don't. And that was really and kind of amazing. When I read Bertha, I was like, I was just so amazed with the wisdom and just the way that you put it all together. It was just so beautiful. Thank you. And and yeah, that was the thing. It's like one of the things that Access says that they empower you to know what you know. And I'm like, oh my God, I knew this. I already knew this. Yeah, yeah. And I put it down on paper in a little bit different way. I didn't always believe it. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, it didn't always sink into my bones, but I knew it. And and so do you. So does everybody, not meaning you necessarily personally, Julia, because I know you know it, but everybody <laughs> listening knows we just are afraid to admit that we know. Yeah. And yep. I think that was why the platform of Bertha was so fun and effective because I was so hesitant to say, yes, this is me. This is what I know. And this is how I live. Because what if somebody judged me and said, no, you don't. So, yep. so it was so much easier to let Bertha say it. Right, and, right, 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 right. So, There's an yeah. there. so I hid behind Bertha for a while. and But yeah. I, I do think um, I haven't quite gotten it together in my mind yet how to incorporate access and Bertha without feeling like I'm plagiarizing access. But it's you know, but also without like footnoting everything. And Bertha's not a footnote kind of girl. So um, <laughs> I'll figure all that out. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a lot of freedom for for facilitators to write books 
and uh, use the material, which is pretty cool. Right. And, you know, as long as you're giving credit for uh, some point in the book, it doesn't have to be every time you say access as as founded by Gary Douglas and co-founded by Dane here, you know, it doesn't have exactly. to be that way. So exactly. um, it'll get there. But, uh, you know, who has had time? I've been I out know. playing and having fun. <laughs> Oh, so I have to tell you something that's so funny is I went to Houston the first week in December and I did um, a being you class with Dr. Here and then I did a three-day body class and then I did the advanced body class with um, Gary Douglas, the founder. The first day of the advanced class, my phone no longer recognized me. You know, it has the no way the face recognition yeah. on the iPhone. Yeah, face recognition on the iPhone. It did not <laughs> recognize me. It took it took it two days to start recognizing me again. And every that, so often, it doesn't recognize me. That sounds about right for uh, for <laughs> for that that many d- classes and the choices you've been making. That sounds about on course. <laughs> so it has been so so much fun. And I have learned so much, and I'm making so many more bold choices (laughs) that, you know, drive the people around me crazy. But um, it's, I always had this saying that I don't want to wake up in the nursing home in my 90s and say, well, I should have tried that. I should have done that. I really would like to go um, you know, just living life to the fullest as long as I'm here. Totally. Wow. Well, I think you're an inspiration to a whole lot of people. And where can people find your book? Everybody's got to read Bertha. Yes. Everybody has to read Bertha. And, um, she is on Amazon. All three books are on Amazon. Uh, you can query Jane Carroll, C A R R O L L, and it should pull up, you know, any books that I'm connected with. I have a couple that I've done, like a, in an anthology or something. But um, the three Bertha books will be there. You can uh, query Bertha Size Your Life, and then all of them will be there. They are all in um, Kindle version and in paperback. So, um, And someone asked me the other day, what about an Audible? So, hey, we may have an Audible one day. Who knows? Oh, that is so cool. I love that. What else is possible? That is But, yes, please read Bertha. She is so much fun. And she will have you wearing bright colors and spandex. Of course, everybody wears spandex now. When I wrote Bertha, everyone didn't wear spandex all the time. (laughs) She was a trendsetter. They they all started after her. So true. She's a trendsetter. She's an international trendsetter. Yes. And you can also find me on the web on my website at janecarrollauthor.com. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, I so love that. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on to have this conversation today and Thanks for all of those of you out there listening. I, I, um, 
I meet people all over the world who listen to this podcast when I travel and uh, it just opens up my heart and I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful that, you know, you know, people like you, Jane, can come on and share your story and share your difference. And I think that everybody listening to this podcast is an extremo in one form or another. And, uh, you know, you've been, you've been an extremo your whole life, Jane. And, and just thank you for sharing that with us and for all of the extreme choices. And I want to take just a moment to say how much I appreciate the importance that you have been in my life. Um, yeah, I, I found you on, on your website when I was looking for a foundation that I could take that was close enough to drive. That was one of my criteria. I want to be able to drive. I didn't want to fly. And uh, when I found you and I saw your beautiful smiling face and I watched a little or listen to a little podcast you had had while riding a bicycle up a hill. And I was like, oh my God, I love that girl. <laughs> because you're just, you're just so Julia, wherever, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're not like a different Julia over here and a different Julia over there. And oh, I'm Julia. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you're just always Julia and Aww. you're, wealth of knowledge uh, packed into a very young body. So we know you're an old soul. And uh, I know that all, all your listeners and all the participants from all of your classes join me and telling you how much we appreciate and adore you. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. Oh, don't cry. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you for saying that. And, you know, when I, cause Gary always has this thing. He says, he says, don't, don't facilitate a class for just one person. You know, he's like, when you do that, it, it, it doesn't usually create. And so I, I talked to you on the phone and you called me and you said, you know, I'd love to do this foundation. And I thought, okay. And, and there was just such an energy behind what you were saying. So I phoned Gary and I said, Gary, there's a lady who lives in Alabama and she's booked her hotel and she's driving and she's so excited for the class and she wants to take the foundation and she's the only one signed up. It's just in a few days. And I say, I said, I said, what do I do? (laughs) You always say not to do it for just one person. And he said, when you have somebody like that coming into your life, who's that excited about the tools and that ready to go, you facilitate for one person because when you facilitate for one person, like a person like that, it's going to show you how amazing you are. (laughs) I I went, okay, okay. I went, absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. We're doing it. And it's like, and just what you've brought into my life. Anyways, this is just, it's just a love fest, but it's like, I'm just, I'm so grateful. And, and it's like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that we got to have that foundation together. And, and it's like, for those of you listening, it's like, you know, sometimes you just, you know, there's a lot of facilitators who listen or people with businesses. And it's like, you know, 
you got to just keep going and, and just be there for the people who are, who are looking for it. And it's like, what's come back into my life as a result of having you in my life is just incredible. So how does it get better? And thank you for, for your gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for telling this story about Gary, because I absolutely adore Gary. So yeah. <laughs> and so thank you, Gary, for saying to have a class for me. he knew knew. he's so amazing he is amazing yeah awesome well thank you so much jane thank you for coming on And, and i think this story is just such a powerful thing for a whole lot of people well thank you um every life is a quite a story if we will choose to let it be oh wow that's so beautiful And it's so true. So important to tell our stories. Wonderful. All right. Thank you, everybody. See you next time on our next episode of A Different Reality. And thank you again, Jane. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining me on another episode of A Different Reality. It would be awesome if you could share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm always looking to spread the seeds of consciousness. And you can find me on my website at juliasotis.com. Until next time, what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can you be to create a reality totally beyond this reality with total ease?